So by political, what I mean um, when I say I'm not going to do politics anymore, I mean um, I'm not going to get into like debate material. Um, I want to, however, give a factual update um, as written down. It shouldn't take about five minutes of your time, but I want to give a factual update. I've already given what, like, how to, what to expect over the next years. Um, at the end of this podcast, I'll kind of touch up on not even just the next years, the next decade. What you should do, if whether you're a Christian like I am or not a Christian, uh, I'll I'll touch up on what you should and you and you enjoy freedom. Uh, if you don't enjoy freedom, if you want the world to be a world where freedom is not a thing, you don't you don't mind living under someone, which I, I'm actually being very serious with, with when I say this. You depend on the government in return for them telling you what to think and what to do. If you want to live in that world, this is not this is not for you. But if you are a freedom loving person, which most people I know are, a true freedom loving person, not freedom that's masked by or not lies that are masked in the word freedom. I, I encourage you to listen to this. This is not radical or opinion-driven. This is factual. President Joe Biden has taken control of the free world, and Vice President Kamala Harris is, well, his VP. This is obviously going to be a very bad time for America, and with the laws there that are already being passed, it actually already is. But I feel that it is also going to be a good time for us as well. The world will once and for all see what it is like to have true freedom polluted and destroyed. Whether America has virtually ended by being invaded or we become a socialist nation like Russia and China by the end of Joe Biden's presidency, I'm sure people will see things clearer than letting the media, phones, friends, popular opinion, and social media tell them what to see. Even if people don't quite understand just how good and quite literally misspoken of a president Donald Trump was, they will certainly see that Joe Biden and the Democrats like him are far worse than they could have ever dreamed or thought Trump was. For instance, not even a few weeks into his presidency, Joe Biden has already canceled production of the Keystone Pipeline, laying off thousands of people from their jobs, just because the Democrats supposedly don't feel the production of the pipeline is politically correct, because it harms the environment, which is a damn lie. This executive order, which is really being signed to prevent American business owners from being successful, is one of the many that Joe Biden is signing to systematically pervert true freedom. Due to COVID-19, a virus which has killed less people than the Spanish flu, and which everyone will contract anyway because it's a pandemic, which means it's unavoidable, America is back on lockdown and hardworking business owners are losing their livelihoods, not because of our own safety, but because Biden and the Democrats don't want us to rely on our own hard work and sweat in order to support ourselves and our families. Instead, they want everyone in America to depend fully on the government for money, news, handouts, college, and worst of all, how to think. That's why they have control of your opinions through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Now, in case you think that America being dependent on the all-providing government sounds pretty good to you, I would like to inform you that that opinion is called socialism, and it is not new. Socialism has failed over 25 times worldwide, including in Russia, China, North Korea, Vietnam, etc. But 
We're not supposed to know that. Instead, we're supposed to be celebrating the fact that our choices will slowly but surely be made by a government which is literally being packed with lawmakers who better think and vote one way or else. We're supposed to be celebrating the fact that gun violence won't be a problem anymore because Biden is going to allow only the government to have guns. Simple-minded women as well as girls who are 12 years old plus are supposed to be celebrating uncontrollably as Kamala Harris walks into the White House with an inappropriate rap song playing, not bothering to think about how she now has access to our national security, not thinking about how she plans to pervert freedom and poison the already poisoned youth into drinking more political poison so that they remain brainwashed weaklings who will never think to rise up against socialism in the future. Lastly, we're supposed to fully trust the news, especially the news from the most famous news stations, and know that what it says is 100% true, or else you're being politically incorrect. And we're supposed to accept that the Democrats will lead us based on our emotions. If we feel a certain group of people are being slash acting unfairly toward us just because of who they are, like Republicans, Christians, non-liberal white people, conservatives, and free thinkers, they will be canceled and put to ultimate shame. Basically, the definition of freedom will be Twitter's guidelines and policies. But at least, there won't be any more complaining about Donald Trump. Looks like the leadership of our country, which is supposedly free, has been decided by a set of people who will destroy you if you have a problem with or speak out against the way they run you. Hmm, sounds a lot like North Korea and Russia, if you ask me. And isn't it funny how the president, who everyone seemingly hated, did the best things for this nation, yet the one who everyone seemingly loves is going to do the worst? Yes, my friend, good has become evil and evil has become good. You're just not supposed to know it yet. That was something that I wrote. Um, I felt it needed to be communicated to the world, to everyone who will hear this. Um, my other note is I would just like to use my religion as an example. I believe in Jesus as a Christian. And instead of getting hung up on politics, I had to think for a second. What would Jesus do? And then I had to say, you know, really, what would Jesus do? Well, back in Jesus' time, you got to remember the Romans were in control of everything. Caesar was their, was their ruler. They, they were being governed. The Jews were being governed by the Roman soldiers. Basically, it's what America is turning into. The government is, has power over you. You need to make sure you pay allegiance to them. You, you need to respect them if they walk by. You need to salute them if you're in their military. And if you have a different opinion, the people can rise up and kill you. The government can order you killed. Except in this society, not only can the government order you killed, they can order your whole family canceled. They can order you destroyed, your name perverted. They can spread lies about you through the internet that are not a bit more true than you jumping to the moon. But since they have control over what you think, that's exactly what they will do if you disagree. So I had to wonder to myself, instead of getting dreadful and sad as I have been, I had to think, what would Jesus do? Well, what did Jesus do? Not only did Jesus tell the people to give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but unto God what belongs to God. But he meant that. The disciples, the twelve who were with Jesus, 
thought that Jesus was going to bring some sort of political change. It sounds a lot like America. They thought, let's just, for instance, make it as if Jesus came in this time. And we were some of the disciples. But these people thought that Jesus would maybe deliver them from their version of Joe Biden. That their free speech would be free. That they would be free to serve their God without judgment. Because the Romans didn't believe in the God they believed in. In God. They believed in their own gods. And if you spoke about your God, um, you needed to do it quietly and among your family. Or else your difference in opinion would lead to your death by crucifixion and a number of other and or a number of other ways to die. If Caesar didn't like something you said, he had all the power to kill you without a system of justice. Just raise his hand and you died. And could he do this because he was just one man? No. He could do this because Rome was the most powerful empire on the planet. What does that sound like to you? The free world is America, starts in America. It has the most powerful pull on any, in any, like, the whole world. So, everyone wants freedom. And it was started, true freedom was started in America. Well, now that it is being perverted slowly but surely, now that freedom, true freedom, is being disguised or deleted, and, dis and socialism is, dis is wearing the disguise of freedom. We have to look and remember what Jesus would do in these times. If you're not a believer, I encourage you to listen to this as well, but take it from a non-believer perspective. Jesus did not speak out against politics. He didn't vehemently say that things should change and that he should be elected as a new, as a new king or official. If he had, I'm pretty sure the thousands and maybe millions of people who followed him and interacted with him would have helped him form a coup and, and try to overthrow the government, no doubt. That's how loyal to Jesus these people were. But why didn't Jesus do that? Because Jesus was not of this world. By that I mean he did not come here to perfect this world. This world was already perfect once. Humans ruin that. We always will. Period. That's just it. We always will ruin that. Jesus came for the plan beyond humanity. When we die and our souls must be judged, where will we go? Love is the most powerful any force of anything on this planet. People would do anything for love. To be loved. To feel loved. To have someone to love. With love comes freedom and choice. Because someone you love, you don't want them to be controlled, do you? You don't want someone you love to have restrictions placed on them at all times. That's where freedom comes from. That's where mercy comes from. The thought, they all branch from love. Jesus came to fulfill and to make sure that we could all receive that love in the end, at the end of time. Not to win politics. Because I got a news for you. You'll never win. We'll never win politics. They'll have ups, they'll have downs, but that's the rest of the... They'll only get worse. 
So I'd like to say this to my believers out there, believers in, in Jesus, Christians. If Joe Biden winning this election makes you feel like you've lost, then you are severely lacking in your Christianity, in your belief. You've missed, you've missed the mark. You've missed the message of Jesus. You've missed what Jesus came here to do. Not that you can't remember it and go back, but you've got to reevaluate that or this will torment you. I know because I had to stop myself and, and realize that it's dangerous to be caught up in this world and arguing and opinions and stating, trying to state facts to people who don't even care, even if they know it's true or false. That's not where your fight should be. Your fight should be being the person that stands out as you've always been. Being the person who will not conform to mind control. Sure, they might make you pay your taxes, pay those taxes. Sure, they might take away your jobs. You can't fight that. But the mentality that you would provide for your family, that you want to provide for your family, they can't take that away. They can take away your ability to provide for your family, but they can't take away the mentality and the love that you have for, that, for your family that would make you provide for them if you had the opportunity. Remember that. 